everybody. Welcome to Nerdendum, the podcast where we talk about current events and news in nerd culture. My name is Scott, and I am coming to you live from Steel City Con 2019 from the fabulous Monroeville Convention Center in Monroeville, PA. And joining me today is creator-writer Shevik, who is a creator-writer of Heroin Bird, a story about female superheroines and villainesses based in a fantastical version of the city of Pittsburgh. It's a live-action video series with all original characters, and they have completed a 13-episode first season and have just released the premiere of season two. Shevik, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you on the cast. We love supporting uh, certainly local creators and original uh, original story ideas, so we love uh, having people on like that. We so are that. How's your, how's your con been? How have you guys been doing this weekend? Uh, we love uh, Steel City Con. Um, it's been really packed. Um, I guess, you know, because of the Star Trek guests and stuff like that. William but, Shatner uh, has been putting the butts in the seats. That's yeah, yeah, I got some photos of him. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I love Star Trek. Um, definitely Star Trek is my preference. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, as, as, as opposed to Star Wars. But, okay. you know. But um, as far as uh, the con, yeah, I mean, there's tons of people coming through, uh, uh, checking out our uh, videos because we're you know we're playing them on our little computer uh-huh, in our booth, uh-huh. um, you know taking the stickers from us. We use stickers as promotion, uh, and uh, we put you know our URL and our our social media on the back of them. And you know we have T-shirts and stuff like that. So in addition to that, we have our uh, uh, some of our actresses who are actually in the series. Um, they're they're not just cosplayers because yeah. they're not playing somebody else's character they are the <laughs> they are the original character so you're literally meeting the actresses That's you know neat. it would be like you you meeting uh, John Wesley ship in his flash costume oh yeah for you know? sure so that's what they're doing and um, yeah they're meeting and greeting and talking to a lot of people and getting people excited about uh, the second season of Heroinberg uh, episode 14 just came out and that's the first uh, episode of season 2 awesome awesome yeah I know Scintilla came by and it definitely seemed like she was in character for sure Scintilla <laughs> is one of our most enthusiastic uh, that's Alicia uh, okay. she plays Scintilla and she's one of our most enthusiastic uh, characters she is a super villainous and she was introduced her origin was introduced in uh, in episode 14 so awesome. we'll be seeing more of her in the future um yeah definitely everyone loves a good origin story mm-hmm. for a and we were just talking we actually just recorded uh our episode for uh, the Joker. We talked about the Joker, uh, you know, a little bit about the Joker uh, trailer. So uh, the yeah, movie so coming up. Yeah, it absolutely. looks it looks like it's going to be awesome. So superhero and supervillainous uh, origin stories are hot right now, as they say. Okay, so definitely. Why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about where the uh, kind of where the genesis for this uh, for your series comes from? Like how long you've been thinking about it? Like where you're, you know, a little bit about your influences, things like that. Okay, it sounds good. So um, the idea for Heroinberg came. Uh, in around 2015, 2016, because I had gotten back into comic books okay. uh, a couple years earlier uh, after being uh, away from them for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was into comic books in the 70s and 80s as a kid and as a high schooler. Okay. And like by the end of the 80s, kind of dropped them in favor of underground music mostly because okay. I couldn't buy records and comics, just couldn't afford to do both. <laughs> you got to pick, right? You know, but all, you know when, even when I wasn't buying comics, I was still following all of the lore and stuff like that. And... Uh, and uh, um, just I think uh, so randomly what got me back into uh, although I had you know been shopping randomly at Phantom of the Attic mm-hmm. uh, all of this time in okay. Oakland a uh, big okay. shout to them uh, longtime friends of ours they um, I, uh, I really hadn't you know bought comics for a while and then just randomly uh, uh, some um, interesting books on image caught my eye okay. specifically sex criminals okay that okay. sex criminals literally got me back into buying comics okay. 
And uh, so uh, I would buy Sex Criminals, Wicked in the Divine, uh, a few other series like that. And then just gradually got back into... Uh, into uh, looking at things every week, you know, and being interested. Um, so um, I had a specifically specific interest in female uh, heroes for a long time. Okay. And um, I was uh, actually uh, working at Pittsburgh Filmmakers in 2016 in the summer. Okay. And uh, they had, uh, as a result of working there, I had some free access to some equipment, okay. D- DSLR yeah, yeah. cameras. Nice. And uh, just kind of while sitting there doing intern work and things like that, kind of generated the uh, idea for an all-female superheroine universe in Pittsburgh and kind of generated a bunch of characters, a bunch of story ideas, banged out scripts and started filming them with uh, the DSLRs and, um, you know, concocted a whole universe. Uh, So the first uh, series, uh, the first season of 13 episodes is basically origin stories for about 19 heroines okay. uh, who by the end of this of this season form a league, okay. you know, so it's like an all-female Avengers or Justice League, but awesome. based in Pittsburgh at the top of the Cathedral of Learning. <laughs> yes. So, um, right. So by the end of the first season, we've got our league established. Okay. We've got a bunch of villainesses established, okay. uh, their origins established as well. And uh, then we have the, the germination of the evil uh, 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 cabal established as well, called okay. the Black Faction, who's Ooh. then they're, um, they are a surreptitious group whose uh, mission is to discredit the heroines. Okay. The heroines okay. have the endorsement through a through a, uh, a progressive uh, sympathetic police captain, P- Captain Peggy. Okay. Um, they have the endorsement of the mayor and the chancellor of the University of Pittsburgh to be basically deputized as, uh, you know, um, uh, law enforcement, okay, okay. Uh, working alongside the police and reporting to them and stuff like that. But the Black Faction it consists of a detective on the force who secretly resents the heroines mm. and thinks that the cops are going to lose out. And uh, as a result, he uh, concocts this group, the Black Faction, whose mission is it's it's a bunch of uh, people who are powered and non-powered. Okay. And uh, their mission is to discredit the heroines and and uh, lo- have them lose their endorsement from the official government agencies so that they uh, revert to being vigilantes. Okay. So, like, I would say, like, you know how on Arrow recently, uh, Oliver Queen is now deputized by the department, right. whereas all the time he was a vigilante and he went to jail for that and everything. Uh, uh. So this is working kind of in, in opposite. Okay. Where they start out with uh, credit, right. thanks to Captain Peggy, and they may or may not lose it by the end of season two. Ooh. They may have to go underground. We don't know. Yeah. Wonderful. But uh, various uh, character arcs and story arcs are happening circling around the black faction and things that they do to the heroines in season two. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's, that sounds really awesome. You know, a, yes. lot of, a lot of deepening, like, sort of mythology, it sounds like, you know. Nice Correct. Story, there's a lot of story arcs going on. Yeah, season one was all origin stories, mm-hmm. and season two is, uh, like, like a regular TV show, like you would right. watch it on the CW. Okay. And, uh, you know, with multiple... Uh, uh, story arcs happening at the same time. That's really neat. Every episode. So I, I think. So I think from a. So from a from a, like a production perspective, I think I understand why Pittsburgh. But story wise, like why are why are all these superheroes and uh, villainesses and superheroes? Why are they all in Pittsburgh? Ah, uh, the the, Pittsburgh? Germ- the universe, in other okay. words, right? So. Um, well, I mean, we're Pittsburgh-centric. We're in Pittsburgh. So why pretend that we are some imaginary city? Just call it Pittsburgh, right? Okay. That's something very few uh, universes actually do. They create these imaginary cities. Right, 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 um, right, there are right. some, but um, we're really trying to emphasize that it's a real it's a real place. It okay. just happens to have fantastical powers. <laughs> but in any case, the germination for the powers themselves is 
a meteor happens to explode above the city specifically, oh. and uh, it, it, uh, it we use a, a, a um, we use a principle called epigenetics, which okay. has never really been used. Um, it's based on Lamarckian evolution instead of Darwinian. Okay. And basically, epigenetics is the principle that on a very small level, you can uh, change your physiology uh, at will. Okay. And okay. And it works on a very small level where, you know, if you're, in, if you're feeling good, you can maybe help your cancer uh, uh, regress, things like that, okay, right? Okay, right. So, so a little but bit of like a placebo effect kind of, but more complex and obviously more. Yes, <laughs> right. So it's will-based genetic uh, change. Nice. That's okay. what epigenetics is, really. And so we, we work on that on a large scale where the meteor allows certain women who, okay. who have the, the right things on their XX chromosome to switch on their epigenetic changes. Okay. And the changes are based um, maybe on their interests, on their professions, things like that. So for example, we have a mechanical engineer at CMU, Carnegie uh -huh. Mellon, and uh, she uh, gains the power both of magnetism and the ability to fix or build machines at super speed. Okay. So she's okay. like kind of Magneto meets MacGyver. Right, right, but right, that, right. you know, what, what powers would a mechanical engineer have? Exactly. Yeah, and that kind of thing, for right. Sure, yeah. For sure. And we use real Pittsburgh situations like, uh, you know, where would you find a mechanical engineer? Right, where right. would you find an Asian superheroine? <laughs> at Carnegie Mellon, right? right? And that, you know, we're not, uh, we're not uh, going out. We're, we're, I mean, we're using real situations in Pittsburgh that people would normally think of and kind of taking it to a superhuman level. So let me ask you. Yes. Have you had any plots that involve a parking chair yet? No parking chairs, <laughs> yes. So this is what's interesting is, although we do uh, reference Pittsburgh a ton, mm -hmm. and we also reference pop culture in general, okay. um, and things that I'm into, um, our, our influ my influence ranges all the way back to Batman 66, oh, sure. Wonder Woman 77, Electra mm -hmm. Woman, Dyna Girl, Isis, all those things from my childhood, all yeah. the way up to modern CW stuff. Okay. So we reference a lot of that and we do a lot of references of Pittsburgh too, um, constantly because we're shooting in all these locations. Okay. Um, we don't go, uh, I would say, super deep in, into Yinzer lore. Okay. <laughs> in other words, we don't wave, uh, and this may change in the future, but right now we're not waving terrible towels. Okay. We're okay. not uh, emphasizing Pittsburgh accents. Okay. We're not like dropping the Permani sandwich reference, <laughs> things like that. Um, but we are doing things like shooting at the Pittsburgh Zoo, right, right, shooting right. at Pitt at Carnegie Mellon, yeah. you know, uh, locating at the Cathedral of Learning. Right. You're getting so, the ambiance without being myopic. I understand. Right, right, without being too stereotypically Pittsburgh. Right, now, right, that, right. that does not to say that we won't in the future, you know, do like classic Yinzer things like a parking <laughs> chair. So, yeah, that's a very good idea. And in fact, uh, uh, so, uh, you know, somebody close to us suggested that if we did more of that, you know, we, we might get some attention from Randy Bauman or somebody, <laughs> you know, but we'll see. We'll, you, we'll want see. The, you want the stories to hold up on their own. You don't want there to be a gimmick. Right, right. Yeah, that. yeah. We're, uh, um, that's, I mean, and that's not to say we wouldn't want to cross over with Pittsburgh Dad or right, whoever. Right, right. We could do some of that, too. But, uh, yeah, there's Pittsburgh lore in it, but it's not, uh, it's not stereotypical uh, right. stuff, yeah, okay, I would say. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So the, the, Interwoven the, so the meteor the itself isn't isn't tied to like you know Mario's return to the ice or something. Like that. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. The meteor has nothing to do with Sid the kid, unfortunately. No. The, yes. That's awesome, man. So you guys also have a comic book coming out. Yes, that's the thing. Is like you know some people, uh, especially nowadays, they make their comic books as basically virtual screenplays. Like uh, they, they don't even care so much if the comic book does that well. They they're more like. 
uh, Netflix, notice me, Netflix, notice me, senpai Netflix, <laughs> right, right? Right, right, right? But um, we're kind of the opposite. Like, we, we don't have any aspirations to, like, sell our series or anything. Okay. So we kind of went in the backwards way. Um, uh, and uh, we, did, we did a whole season, and now we're working towards doing a uh, series of comics. Okay. Um, the comic books themselves initially are going to have some uh, ancillary stories that happen between season one and season two. Okay. So they don't have to be connected to the plots in the series, but mm -hmm. they have the same characters. Now, one of the reasons that we were so eager to launch comics, and this has been in the offing for a while, okay. is that um, the, the guy who does all of our uh, comic book repre representational art... Yeah the posters, the stickers, the t-shirts. Um, his name is Jason Wright, okay. and he is a, he has a, been an employee for, D, for DC Comics for a couple decades. Oh, awesome. Um, he just, uh, his most, most recent thing was he colored Green Lantern okay. for a year and a half, and okay. before that he's worked for Batgirl, um, <laughs> Secret Six. Like, really, his comic book DB resume is very, very right, long. Right, right. If you know what, yeah. So, so, um, uh, Jason is going to be doing uh, the cover of the comic. It's already done. Here, oh, it, here it, it is. It looks fantastic. You've yeah, got, you've got your, you've got you know your your heroines on the on mm -hmm. the front, and uh, you know yes. a nice little a nice little homage to the background to the uh, skyline of the city of Pittsburgh. Yes, and you got PPG Plaza here. You got the cathedral, and but um, just as important is. The guy who's doing all the interiors, which is right. actually really most of the work. Right. Now he plays the major, the one of the two major villains of the Black Faction. Oh, okay. He is the surreptitious detective who is working against the uh, the heroines. Ah. His uh, detective Mark Drake. That's his character. Mark Drake. Mark Drake. Hate the Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Hate the Drake. So. Uh, you know, like after shooting some episodes with him, I found out he was an amazing, brilliant artist. Okay. And he and I worked out a thing where we're together. We're going to write and draw this comic, and uh, then you know after we make a. Uh, so yeah, everything inside is is by Ben Barnett, who okay. plays uh, Mark Drake in the series. He's a brilliant artist, and um, uh, what I was going to say, he um, yeah so. Um, He's uh, he's making the uh, all the interior art for the comic, okay. and uh, we are going to print a limited run for the Comic Con next month. Nice. Uh, it should be ready for then. Uh, so the steps of the of launching the comic will be oh well first we'll put it in the local comic book stores. Uh -huh. Then what we'll do is we'll launch a, a worldwide Indiegogo for it. Okay. And we'll go on YouTube, and we're going to hit all the YouTube channels, all the geek culture channels. Uh, we've actually done inter, uh, live streams with a couple of them already. Oh, great. And we're going to expand into that area and and launch it on Indiegogo as, as a crowdfund and, you know, see how many people around the world also will pay for it. Wonderful, wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful. Well, that's really neat. You know, I, we, we like to do this here, and, you know, I don't want to take you away from your booth for so long. I know you got no, I, I'll talk about. as long as you as, as you want. It's <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. But I do want to ask you, if you could tell our listeners one thing, mm -hmm. like one reason why they should, should pick this up, like why they should like this, what would that be? Just one reason? Well, you could pick the best or a couple. It's okay. Okay. Well, um... Um, I think uh, that uh, uh, a lot of comic books nowadays have lost the element of just pure fun and camp okay. and, uh, and bombast. And um, uh, we draw a lot from 70s, 80s, and 90s aesthetics, okay. shall we say. Okay. Um, whether you're talking about, like I said, um, Batman 66, Wonder Woman 77... Um, image comics from the 90s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, um, what One of my favorite things that I grew up on was George Perez, Teen Titans, and Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, so, um, if you like, uh, if you like superheroes done in like a 
a fun way, okay. a campy way, okay. and the issues aren't uh, pounding you over the head right. with politics. <laughs> okay. we, that's something that's done a lot nowadays, a lot of really heavy-handed politics. Are, um, as far as uh, we, we want to appeal to everybody. Okay. So I like to say that the series, as far as its tone, it has female empowerment and what I, uh, what I would call reasonable second-wave feminism. There you go. Okay. But it also has uh, something for visuals. In other words, the visuals that you used to see in the 70s, 80s, and right. 90s of female superheroes, we're not t toning them down, Okay. Um, <laughs> let's shall we say. So there's a really good balance, and I think that is a, a, a centrist approach where we can get people, unless they're super extreme about things, we can get people from, say, both sides of the camp, uh, of the political aisle, but, you know, uh, uh, all kinds of artistic approaches to... Uh, 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 appreciate what we have to offer. Okay. Um, so again, if you like classic, uh, fun superhero type stuff, okay, this is what we do. Something to make Linda Carter proud. Yeah, uh, hopefully, yes, <laughs> yes. Or right, where can they find you, Shevik? Where can they find you to buy the comic or uh, you know buy the the, the show? Where, okay. Where can you so uh, first of all, we have our website heroinberg.com. That's H-E-R-O-I-N-E-B-U-R-G-H dot com. Don't forget and the H. Don't forget yes, the H is, means when, when people see the H at the end, they know it's from Pittsburgh, which is a, a big ad advantage. The word Heroinberg has not been used anywhere else, so okay. we have every single reference of it that exists Wonderful. on Google. Okay. You, awesome. you, as long as you spell it correctly, you won't find anything else to be confused <laughs> by. It's all us. So, you know, uh, we have a video store. The videos are for sale. Uh, they're 30-minute 30, 30 long live-action comic books, okay. essentially. And uh, they're for sale uh, for the price of a comic book, now, about the same that you would pay for a premium comic book nowadays from okay. Marvel or DC. And uh, people download them that way. And uh, in addition, uh, people can check out our Facebook, okay. uh, our Twitter, and most of all, our YouTube channel, okay. which has over 120 clips, which uh, feature outtakes from the characters, trailers, uh, character intros, things like that, to get oh. you more familiar with what our uh, characters look like, what nice. they sound like, and what they're about. Okay. You know, their origins. So, um, uh, and as far as the comic book goes, so heronberg.com is the video element. Okay. And uh, as far as the comic book goes, yeah. so far on our website, we've just posted the front cover by Jason, which looks unbelievable. It really does. It's awesome. But, um, yeah, so we, the interiors are being worked on, and uh, like I said, we're going to have the comic book in on paper form first okay. uh, next month at uh, Three Rivers Comic Con in Homestead. And uh, then from there, we'll, you know, we'll have them in local stores. Uh, first and foremost, uh, our, uh, our favorite stores, that would be New Dimension and Phantom of the Attic. Okay. And then we'll get them spread out a little wider, you know, um, to the smaller ones. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's about 12 or 13 other stores in town okay. to whom we, we send our promotional posters, and we'll solicit those. So we'll have those in stores then, like I said, very soon after that, we launch an Indiegogo, and people all over the world will be able to crowd from the comic. Awesome! And uh, and uh, yeah, that'll be really exciting to see how much interest is is spread out. Um, nowadays, there is a sizable support for a certain scene of indie comics, yeah. and. Uh, this is going to be our main target audience awesome. uh, worldwide beyond Pittsburgh for it. And if they notice it, then maybe more mainstream types will notice it as well eventually. And uh, we can get uh, some traction in other areas. Excellent. Well, you've also. already got I mean, the finished product already there. You know, you've got your, your series, uh, series one's already completed, which is awesome. Yes, you know, one season totally done, and, and people can look at it whenever they want, or they just download it from the website. 
awesome. And, you know, we love supporting local, you know, local stories, original stories, stories with mm -hmm. strong female characters. So, yeah. Shevich, thanks so much for coming on today. You know, it's been a delight having you on. Yes, and, very uh, much. Thanks so much for uh, giving us the opportunity to, uh, you know, share your story and, uh, you know, maybe we can get gin up some interest for you. That's, I really appreciate that. It's awesome. Thank you. All right, thanks so much. Mm -hmm.